0: This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 63. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. Okay, I have something fun for today. I'm excited. I feel like I should go go to a glass of wine before I start recording this, but I don't have time. So <laughs> that just occurred to me like, a second ago as I was hitting the record button, I was like, Oh, I should kick back with a glass of wine because this is kind of a fun day. I'm actually going to be sharing some listener feedback, which is going to be fun. I have two great emails that I got recently that I want to share with you. And they're totally different emails, but they both have some things in common and some things I want to talk to you guys about and touch on. So I'm going to read them and we'll kind of discuss each of them at the end. The reason I'm doing this is because I love getting your emails and I love hearing your stories. And I love knowing what resonates with you when you listen to the show. And so I've been getting more and more of these emails as we get to be a more well-established show. So thank you for listening and sharing the show because that's how we become more well-established. Actually, I should mention, I don't think I've said this since we were brand new. We hit three categories in iTunes for new and noteworthy. So we hit these within a few weeks of starting the show. And when I say we, I mean, I, it's funny when people have podcasts, they're like, well, we this and we that. And it's really like, it's just me. I do have a producer who's amazing, Christy. But aside from that, it's just me. And i want to own this for a minute. Like I hit new and noteworthy in three categories when the show was just a few weeks old, just a tiny little baby of a show. And the show is still there and new and noteworthy. And that's because you guys listen and you write reviews and you give the show props over and over. And I'm keeping really good numbers. And so my downloads are going up and my reviews are going up and everything is just growing. And that's so exciting. And this is because you all listen and you all share and you all give me feedback so that I know where to go with the show and. So I say that I'm going to go from we to I to we again. So I do this show on my own. And it's funny when I say like we this and we that. But when it comes down to it, the success of the show is because of us together collectively, because you all listen, you all give me your feedback, you share the show with other people. And that's super, super significant. And it's critical and crucial for the show's success. So I appreciate everything that you all do to help me be successful with this because it's so much fun. And I'm so proud to be recognized by iTunes. And be in these three categories. So I'm new and noteworthy on like in the top 10 or so, I think, for self help in society and culture, for personal journals, and then in our main category, which is kids and family. So I really appreciate all your support, letting me be there, letting me stay there, because your feedback and your listenership definitely impacts my positioning there on iTunes. And that means a lot. So, I wanted to share these two emails because they're meaningful to me. They were really fun to get. I love reading through emails and hearing what you guys have to say about the show, but I also love to hear your stories and I love to hear how the show is impacting your story. So with that, I'm going to start with this email. So one of these is about, I'll give you a little preview. One is about IVF. So this is kind of a follow-up after I went through my IVF experience. So one is about that. And then the second email that I got is about a mother who is 38. So I'm 40. I'll be 41 in November. The second one was from a mother who's 38 and has four children, ages 18, 16, 13, and 10. So she's in this totally different place in her life, but we're very similar ages. But she has these kids who are much older. So I was totally fascinated to listen to what she had to say. Because I think it's so interesting when people have similarities and differences, like same age, totally different life story, obviously. Here I am, almost 40, and like, oh, maybe I should get pregnant. And her kids are, you know, she's practically starting to get them out of the house. So. Let's go ahead and start with this email from Claire about her experience with IVF. So Claire lives in France, so this was really exciting to me because I was like, first of all, I have people listening from France, and secondly, it was really fascinating to me to hear her experience doing IVF in France, because it's totally different than my experience doing it here in the US. So we'll start right now. Hi, Sarah. I've been thinking about writing you for a few months now, always postponing. And I figured out this week that I just had to write to you now that even if it might not help you right now through what you're going through, I at least hope that it can help you realize the impact your podcasts have had on listeners just like me. I'm Claire. I'm almost 35 and I'm French. I live in Normandy, France, and I teach English in a middle school. I was looking for podcasts on parenting in the first place in English as I wanted to practice my English at the time. I have a daughter. She's almost two. And I started listening to your podcast from my Podcast Republic application. So there must be a podcast Republic app over there that we don't have here. And I'm addicted to the Shameless Mom Academy. I drive 50 minutes away from home and I listen to your podcast to help me stay focused on the road even when I'm tired. Thank you. First, I like your voice and your accent. And even when you speak very fast, I like your delivery and understand everything you say, which is not always the case in all podcasts I've listened to. I even like the expressions you use and I learn a lot as language is concerned. So I'm glad I'm helping with that. I'm very impressed, I have to say, that I'm helping someone with their English because I do talk really fast. So then I can relate a lot to your fertility problems as I've gone through the same problems to get our daughter. I've actually managed to get pregnant after an IVF ICSI. As I'm trying to get pregnant for the second time, I'm listening to your podcast and I've come to realize how lucky we are in France to be able to try up to four egg collections and as many embryo transfers as necessary for each baby for free. I mean, our social security system is covering all the expenses, drugs, appointments, surgery, et cetera. So as our first round didn't work on our second pregnancy attempt, I'm about to go through it all over again in a couple of months. And after listening to your podcast, I'm more grateful than ever and much braver to endure it all. Thank you. So I just have to pause in there, oh my gosh, and say, isn't it amazing to compare medical systems in different countries? I'll leave it at that before I get political on this, but it's very fascinating to me. And also, Claire, I just wanna say, wishing you big love in your second attempt. I'm sorry that the first attempt did not work out the way you were hoping, but I hope that the second attempt is successful and definitely sending you a lot of love for that. Your last episode made me cry as you were expressing all your fears regarding the process of getting a second child through IVF. I really do understand your feelings and I can imagine how hard this must be right now. I just want to thank you for sharing so openly. It meant a lot to me. I know that what I'm telling you isn't helping to ease the pain you're going through right now, but I felt like you might like to read the nice comments I wanted to make about your work. Your podcasts have helped me a great deal. I've started to be more grateful, more optimistic, more organized. Thanks to you. I really like the way you show your enthusiasm and the fact you always sound so positive. I like the way you talk about yourself and your family. I like the fact that you've talked openly about your fertility problems. It's helped me a great deal to feel not so shameful about what I've experienced. Just like you, I had not told anyone about my problems until I finally got pregnant the first time. You've helped me realize that I shouldn't feel shameful about it, and I'm more inclined to speak openly about it now and without bursting into tears each time. I feel more confident about it. Thank you. You know, I'm the kind of person who will say, okay, I'm the kind of person who will say each year, okay, this year, I'm going to do sports, I'm going to go to the gym or swim, etc. And who never goes, my friends even make fun of me about this. And this summer I've actually started, so it's summer over there. <laughs> this summer I've actually started doing 15 minute exercises first thing in the morning, like you said. And I'm really proud now that it's been a month and I feel like it's becoming part of my daily routine. And for the first time ever, I went running and it didn't feel awful like I'd always thought it would. I mean, I didn't run that long, yes, but just like you said, it was a really good start and I'm proud that I've done it. I'm sure I will do it again now. Your podcasts have helped me a lot in the building of all this. So I wanted to thank you for that as well. Well, you know, if you ever go on your European vacation like you fancied in some episodes, please know that you're welcome to come and visit us in France and we'll be delighted to share a bottle of our finest wine with you and your family. Best regards, love and support, Claire. So Claire, thank you. And please, can I just come to France right now? So that was such a great letter. So my intention in sharing all this, I loved the comparison in the IVF experience in different countries. I also love just that she, like me, Claire had kept her first infertility journey very quiet, somewhat secretive, And feeling a little bit different and more open about that the second time around and being able to talk about it without bursting into tears, like that's such a big deal. And that takes a lot of practice. And when you go through struggles and when you share your story, every time you share your story, it gets a little easier to share. And you can reach out and help more people because you can actually like have a conversation about your story instead of just being like an emotional disaster about your story, which is really helpful. And I think it's really important and really significant. I swear it's like, understood explains, and it will pop right up, click on it, pick your episode and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So I really appreciate Claire talking about that. Additionally, my biggest intention in sharing this email was the things that she said at the end about these little things every day that make a difference. And so Claire, good work on getting up and doing your 15 minutes of exercises first thing in the morning, going out and doing a little bit of running, saying that like I'm going to go and I'm going to do whatever for 15 minutes. Like It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go swim. I'm going to go bike, whatever. I'm going to go do 15 minutes of something and see how that feels. And just like you mentioned, Claire, that's impacting your day in a positive way. And this is what happens. You have to get up and you just have to try. You have to do that thing that's a little bit uncomfortable, but then after it's done, you're like, oh, thank God I did that. I'm so glad I did that. And I think that's the power. And I've actually gotten a lot of emails from people about these little things. And you're going to see this in the next email in a minute as well, that it's these little things that you do that feel uncomfortable at first, that then suddenly very quickly feel routine and they're not uncomfortable anymore. And they're routine and they're really valuable in your day. And that helps you with your day. It helps bring positive energy into your day. It helps bring Energy into your day, just energy to like move forward. It helps bring focus into your day and it helps you really get a good kickstart into how you want the day to be for you. Again, going back to what I've talked about a lot recently, being proactive instead of being reactive. So you're kicking off your day in this very proactive way. So I'm so impressed, Claire, that you're doing this, that you're taking your 15 minutes for yourself, no matter what it is. So for those of you who haven't listened to the Episode about how to have a miracle morning, which I'll link to here in the show notes. Make sure that you listen to that episode on how to have a miracle morning, because Claire is a perfect example here of just picking one or two things and doing them for 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be this like big, huge ordeal. You don't have to get up hours before your family. Just like 15 minutes makes a huge difference. It's a game changer. And so we can see from Claire's email here that just that extra little time in the morning makes a really big difference, and it impacts the whole her whole day. And that was my whole intention when ta- with talking to you guys about the miracle morning. And having just a little bit of a routine in the morning that is just yours and it's very intentional and it can be short. I mean, if you have time, make it an hour. If you don't have time, make it 10 minutes. It can be whatever time limit you need to put on it but making it yours and making it routine and making it a habit. And if you hate exercising, don't start off with exercise. Start off with like getting up and meditating for 10 minutes, journaling for 10 minutes, reading for 10 minutes. After that for a couple weeks, add 10 minutes of exercise. It doesn't have to be starting with something that you hate and something that's going to be like painful and stressful. Start with something that you just know that you can do and then build from there. Don't avoid the things that are challenging, definitely. But over time, start with something you can Definitely linked to success. And then from there, you can do the things that are a little bit more challenging, maybe a little bit overwhelming, a little bit more uncomfortable. And those things will become routine too. So it's these little steps every day. So thank you. Thank you, Claire, for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your experience with IVF. I appreciate the support so much. I appreciate the love. These emails are so significant and special to me. So I really appreciate you reaching out. And when Claire emailed, I immediately emailed her back and I was like, oh my gosh, please let me read your email on one of the episodes. So thank you for letting me share because I know that can be a little bit uncomfortable, but I appreciate it. And I love that we are international with listeners in France. So exciting. So next email, this is from Katie. So this is Katie O'Brien, SFM. And you'll know what that means in just a minute. So here's what Katie has to say. Hello, Sarah. I'm a relatively new listener to your podcast and podcasts in general. My daughter raves about how much she enjoys and gains great perspective from her podcast list. And upon trying a podcast while knocking out household duties, I'm grateful that my search suggested the Shameless Mom Academy. My first episode was episode 31, Wine not, and I giggled and nodded in agreement the whole way through. There is something about a self-congratulatory, I made it, glass of wine at the end of the day as a mom. From that episode, I binge listened to each episode like a Breaking Bad binge watch with a bonus that I had a super clean house when all was said and done. And after today's episode 59, I felt it was necessary to let you know how much your podcast settles my Nerves and allows me to accept and embrace the job I'm doing as a mom and all the shenanigans that go along with it that will never be perfect or go as planned. Too often, no matter how well I plan or feel ready for the day, my stomach tightens and my head spins from all the things I have to do, want to do, and should do. On Mondays and Wednesdays, the release of that pressure all dissolves when listening to what you have to say and the constant affirmation that perfect sucks and in striving for it cannot possibly be obtained or result in happiness. Thank you so much for all that. Can we just talk? About Katie's knowledge of all these episodes. I'm kind of obsessed with how many references she's getting into so many episodes at one time. Well done, Katie. You are like my star pupil right now. So she goes on My journey as a mother has taken a far different route than yours, yet I find so much in common in agreement with what you discuss. I am 38 years old with four children three girls and one boy, ages 18, 16, 13, and 10. That has got to be a real busy house with a lot of hormones, Katie. My husband and I started dating in high school and have been married for 19 years. I've been blessed with a solid marriage and a husband who works his tail off, always with my kids and myself in mind without much selfishness. In addition to having dependents other than himself to think about, his family business has been shoved down his throat from a young age, keeping him from ever venturing toward earning a living through having a passion for something. For me, having my husband working six and sometimes stretches of seven days didn't leave much opportunity to pursue hobbies or chisel away at a passion for any talents I may have. I say this because I enjoy your shared experience of having a career that didn't leave you with ultimate satisfaction, and you had the opportunity to be brave and go out on a limb to pursue being self-employed and your passion for having your own gym. I admire that so much. I know such opportunities will present themselves to me in just in the reverse order. I am grateful that with age and experience, my perspectives have changed on what's really important and have granted me a bit of mercy for things that aren't really as important at the day's end. Because of the rules of my marriage having been cut and dry in that my husband goes to work, the wife stays home and works, I've always felt that the only way for me to be considered successful was if my house was clean at all times. I worked out to be in optimal shape and all due dates were met. After all, I was at home all day, right? How could I not be on top of all these things at all times? If my husband was successful at providing for our family, I should hold up my end with the expectations just described. This was all self-imposed pressure, and thankfully, now I'm now realizing such a mindset is a bunch of bull. I tidy up what I can, work out when I want, and because I want, and I'm giving my first daily planner a go to meet deadlines. I thank you for catapulting that confidence in me furthermore with your stories and compassion for moms who are all out there trying to do their best every day. Thank you for honestly and humbly putting out there your good, bad, and ugly and owning all of it. I have no idea what I'd like to pursue someday, but I'm happy to know that I will be willing to try because I have dropped the need for perfection. My oldest daughter and I, who I just sent off to college, were listening to episode 50, What Your Mother Never Told You About Motherhood, and it led to an amazing conversation on how demanding motherhood is. We had a good laugh and the birth of a new loving nickname for me when you mentioned gaining the title of family manager, even though it was something you didn't sign up for. I've been lovingly known as supermom amongst my kids for being forgetful and sometimes showing up at the wrong times and locations. Supermom's at it again, they say. Since committing to keeping accurate details in my planner, I'm proud to say that I am now an SFM, super family manager. I thought you'd like to know your title stuck. I've now gushed at loving your work and perspective and would love to have another glass of Shameless Mom one more day a week. Wednesday to Monday is simply too long to wait. I know I'm asking you to put in more work for my enjoyment, so it's just a thought. Keep up the good work. Katie O'Brien, SFM.
1: Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter-Free,
0: So Katie reached out to me and her subject line of her email was asking me to add another episode per week, which I'm not doing just yet. It is on my mind, but I'm not doing it just yet. So thank you, Katie. That's such a huge compliment. I really, really appreciate that you want to hear more of me. Sometimes when you sit in a little room with a microphone and talk for long periods of time to yourself, you're like, are people sick of me yet? So I'm so glad you're not sick of me yet, Katie. I really appreciate hearing that. And I appreciate all the feedback. And I love that you're an SFM super family manager. This was such a great email to get because, oh my gosh, Katie, I feel like you've just done all this work in listening to the podcast. And this is my hope for everyone that when you listen, you take away something, just one little thing from every episode and that you can implement it in some way. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a massive overhaul. But just take away like one little thing that you can put into play. And that's what I see that Katie's done here, where she's stopped aiming for perfection. She's started to talk to herself a little more kindly and a little more gently. She's let herself go in terms of feeling these expectations to keep up with the housework. She works out because she wants to, not because she feels like she has to or not because she's trying to fulfill a societal expectation that like, oh, you're a stay at home mom, you must have a lot of time to go to the gym. I love that, like she said, she's realizing that so much of this mindset is just a bunch of bull. And so she's really taking ownership for what she wants to do rather than what she feels like she needs to do based on family rules that have just been in place for a really long time. And I think that's really normal. When you start raising a family in your early 20s, it looks like Katie, you had four children in eight years, your hands are full. So you're running, running, running. And by the time you actually get to think about yourself, 18 years later, after you've started this big game all of a sudden you start to realize these, like you actually have these time to have these moments and these breakthrough thoughts. And I love that you're having them now. I love that you're having them when listening to the show, Katie, that's so meaningful to me. And that's so amazing to hear. And I think that it often takes hearing someone else say something where you're all of a sudden like, oh yes, that's what I needed to hear. And so dropping the need for perfection, listening to conversations about other people talking about their role as the family manager, listening to other people pursuing passions and thinking like, oh, maybe I can't do that right now, but I know someday I can, and start to think about like when I can do that, what will that look like? And how do I want to go about that? How will I take chances? What will that feel like? What can I get excited about? Even if it makes me a little bit nervous. So all these things, this is all a big part of transformation. And Katie, I feel like I see you kind of on this like new little balcony looking over the edge where you're like, I can see where I'm going now. You know, as your children are getting older, you have some of them maybe getting close to leaving the house even, you are able to see where there will be some time for you to take care of you and for you to pursue things that you're excited about. And when you've been focused on your family for so long, which is a beautiful and amazing thing by all means, but it's really hard. It takes a lot of conscious thought to think about yourself and to think about like, oh wait, I can have a hobby? Like what would that even mean? That can be really challenging. For those of you who have been stay-at-home moms for years, it can be really overwhelming to think about like, oh, what am I going to do when the kids are gone? Like I am so 100% in this caretaking role for other people that I don't even know how to put myself first. I don't even know what my own interests are because I haven't spent enough time alone to cultivate any of them. And the things that you were interested in, you know, 10, 20 years ago have probably shifted tremendously. Some of those things might not exist anymore. So, you know, you might use be that you were really into like your cassette tapes way back when and they don't exist anymore. And so like the game has changed and you have to figure out how are you going to change and evolve with that. And that can feel like a lot. But here's the thing, you have time. So just doing little things here and there, just starting to shift expectations in your head, even if you're not taking big, huge, bold steps in terms of like traveling or changing careers or going back to school or pursuing a new hobby or anything really big, if you're just starting to have these subtle mindset shifts, that's where change starts. And that's where transformation starts. And that's where this magic happens. And what's funny and so interesting to me is that you often, you don't know when you're in the middle of a big transition until you're done with it, or you don't know that you're at the starting line of a big transition until you're already through it. And so I know that like the first time I ran a half marathon, I wasn't at the start line of my half marathon thinking, oh my gosh, here goes the rest of my life. But when I look back at that half marathon, it was a starting point for so many things in my life. Finishing that half marathon was so transformative. And I know it impacted me on so many levels and so many ways. It was the first time I saw myself as an athlete, which was a huge thing for me because I was not a kid who ever felt athletic. It was like one of my biggest insecurities was that I felt so not athletic and I felt not physically capable. It was very frustrating to me as someone who wanted to be a high achiever in everything, but someone who like dreaded PE class with everything in her. So to be at the finish line of a half marathon did not feel like a pivotal moment in my life until I looked back on it, and I could see that from that came all these other decisions. I started taking chances in so many areas of my life because I crossed that finish line. When I crossed that finish line, I was just like someone give me like some pizza and a milkshake. I didn't see it as this huge moment in my life until I was much beyond it. And then I was able to look back and say like, wow, that's where I got the courage. I finished that really big thing I never thought I can do. And that's where I got the balls to move on and take a lot of other chances in life that changed everything. It changed probably the course of me meeting my husband. It changed for sure my direction and going back to school, which changed my career, it's just so such a huge trickle down effect that impacted so many things in my life. It changed my friendships in many ways because I started hanging out with other people who who were running and doing triathlons, and that got me into triathlons, which again kind of pushed me towards this whole thing about going back to school for personal training. So, Katie, I see you on this little balcony or this little like precipice, like ready to take a leap. You don't know what that leap is yet, but you're at that moment, and I love that you are identifying like listening to the Shameless Mom Academy is where the shift is starting to happen, and I hope that you're going to look back someday. And you're going to say like, this was it. This was the thing. There was this defining moment. I started listening to podcasts and here's what happened. Because I know for me, I started listening to podcasts a little over a year ago and I did not know when I was listening and it all stemmed from like having an injury and needing to walk instead of run and being bored out of my mind walking. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to podcasts. I don't even really know what they are. And for me, it didn't change my whole life. But it changed where I was going professionally. Professionally, I had just moved my gym. I was had a, like a minute of free time on my plate for the first time in a long time. And I was like, oh, I can do this new fun thing. And now this new fun thing has turned into something really big and exciting. And so I can look back and I can say like, oh, wow, remember when I hurt my back and I had to start walking and stop running? That changed everything because I started listening to podcasts. And so Katie, I see you in that very similar place. So thank you so much for sharing and thank you so much for taking the time to write. So when people send me emails like this, like (laughs) these emails, they're filled with so much love and so much appreciation. And that is just really, really big deal to me. I know it takes time to sit down and write these things out. And I know that time is like a precious, precious commodity the detail that you guys send me Katie all the things that you mentioned in your email referencing different episodes I feel like you were like writing a report on my podcast which is so touching and I love it so much and Claire same thing like really using specific examples from the episodes saying what you've learned and what you've put into practice, that means everything to me that helps me move forward to continue giving you guys content that will help you move forward in really practical ways in your life. But in addition to those practical application pieces, I also see these mindset shifts and these mindsets just like bursting open into like, wow, I can do things differently than I've been doing things. I don't need to be limited by the role I've been in all my life. Katie saying I don't need to be limited by what I've been doing for the last 18 years. This can be like a a starting point for something new and something different. I can shift within this role or grow within this role, or I can change the role entirely. And similarly for Claire, like just adding in those few minutes in the morning to do something new and do something different is a total game changer in terms of changing the course of your day, which changes how you parent, it changes how you work, it changes so many different things. So these little things make a really, really big difference. And I just want to encourage you to all continue listening, continue with practical applications. And then let me know those of you who are listening right now, and you feel like you've had a breakthrough of some sort, or you feel like an episode has impacted you in a certain way. And you want to share that, let me know, I would love to hear from you. If you want me to share your email, I would love to share your email. I love hearing your stories. I love getting your feedback. So I just want to thank Claire and Katie for their feedback today. And I hope that you've learned something from what they've learned and how they've applied what they've learned on the Shameless Mom Academy, because that is my goal to help you guys keep learning. And teaser, I have some big things coming that are going to help you learn and apply what we learn on the podcast in bigger and more significant ways coming up shortly. So, Keep an ear out. I've been working on some stuff behind the scenes. It's coming slowly but surely because my time is limited, but I'm working on things that I'm really excited about and there's big stuff coming in the pipeline. So, thanks for listening. Much love to everyone who listens. And even if you listen quietly and you never, ever send me an email, know that I feel like I'm with you. And I love that you feel like that you feel I'm with you. Did I say that right? I think I did. Okay. (laughs) I swear I haven't been drinking. I just said I wanted to be drinking, but I'm not. So, have a fantastic day any links that have been mentioned today will be in the show notes. So any episodes that have been mentioned, I'll make sure are in the show notes for today. And then additionally, if this episode has been helpful, if you feel like the tips have been helpful or the stories have been helpful, please do share with other people. You can get the link for this episode over at shamelessmom.com. This is episode 63. And please feel free to share this podcast with as many people as you think could benefit from it. It means the world to me. So also feel free to write us a little review. If you don't want to send me a big, huge email, just go over to iTunes and leave me a review. You can go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review to do that. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. I will be back in a couple days with more fun for you and a really fun interview. I'm very excited about. So check in with us in two days to get that interview and have a fantastic day today. No matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.